You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The Holy Spirit reveals Jesus in me. Is the title of this devotion. You see, I mentioned to you yesterday how when we have the Holy Spirit in our lives that we many times think about power for ministry. And while that is without question one of the great works of the Holy Spirit to empower us to do the works of Christ, fundamentally we see in Jesus' teaching that the Holy Spirit comes to bear witness of Jesus and that the Holy Spirit comes to reveal Him. And I want to read to you here in John 14, starting at verse 16. And and these verses here are extremely dear to my life. Jesus says here, And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another helper, that He may abide with you forever. That little statement, abide with you forever. I have locked it into my heart that any time that I've had in the past maybe some question because I felt self-conscious or human, that my faith was being reproached a bit by just the condition of my own nature, I said, no, Lord, I believe. You said the Holy Spirit would abide with me forever, forever. So, and that immediately would expel those doubts and those questions and cause my heart to be steady in faith. And Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you, speaking after what would happen from the day of Pentecost. You see, he was with them, but would come and dwell in them after the day of Pentecost. Then he says, and I will not leave you, not after, but at Pentecost. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. I'm not going to just be in heaven and you down here all by yourself. No, I will come to you. And then he begins to explain. A little while longer and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live. You will live also. At that day, you will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. When the Holy Spirit comes, you begin to discover Jesus is in the Father. In other words, if you have Jesus, you have the Father. You have the Father. If you have Jesus, you have the Father. I am in the Father. You are in me, and I am in you. And he who has my commandments and keeps them is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord... How is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? And Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, 
and my Father will love him. Listen now. And we will come to him and make our home with him. Jesus shows you that when the Holy Spirit comes into us, he comes with the conscious knowledge, the conscious indwelling knowledge or reality of living of the Father and the Son in us. The Holy Spirit comes to reveal Jesus in us and where we become conscious of him, of the life that we see in the scriptures begins to manifest in us and that we are the body of Christ, as the Bible says, the temple of the Holy Spirit, that the Father is in us by his Son. He who has the Son has the Father also, the scripture says. And what I want you to realize, that the Holy Spirit comes forth out of the glorified life of our Savior Jesus. It says here in Acts chapter 2, verse 33. <clears throat> Therefore, Jesus, being exalted to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see and hear. Jesus, out of his place in the Father, gives us the Holy Spirit. You see, God is spirit and God is holy. That's why it's called Holy Spirit. In the book of Romans chapter 8, I'll read it to you since we're right here. It's right next door. He says, um, um, follow it, there it is. Here he says, um, If indeed, verse 9, the Spirit of God dwells in you, now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. But if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. You see, he says, the Spirit of God, and then he says, the Spirit of Christ. Same thing. It's the same thing. Ever heard of the word Trinity? Trinity means three in one. That word Trinity is not in the Bible. But it's not an ungodly word. It's not an unholy word to call three in one. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, perfectly one. And that's what you see in Jesus. You see the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit perfectly one in the body of Jesus Christ. You see, the nature of sin is what makes you think separate. Me here, God there. But when sin is taken away, you stop thinking separate. You start thinking like Jesus. I and the Father are one, he says in John 10, verse 30. The Father is in me and I am in the Father. And that's his whole way of thinking and talking and acting. If you read especially the Gospel of John. And I want to encourage you to begin to realize that out of his glorified life, it has been given by the Father, promised by the Father to give you and me the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit comes out of the glorified life of Jesus to reveal that life in us. 
on the day of tabernacle, on the last day of the great feast of tabernacle, which is always celebrated September, October in our calendar, Jesus stood up on that last day when the, high, when the priest would pour some of the water from the pool of Siloam. The word Siloam means scent. He would take some of that water and pour it onto the altar while the people were worshiping outside and they were singing Isaiah chapter 12 by tradition. Not by commandment of God, but it's just it became a tradition for many, many, many years they were singing at that moment Isaiah chapter 12, which is a short little chapter. And one of the things that it says in there, it says, God is no longer angry with us so that now with joy we can draw from the well of salvation. And while the people were singing, they were, they were exercising the faith of the promise that the Heavenly Father would bring us in a place that they could draw on the great well of salvation. Jesus is the well of salvation. His name, Jesus, means salvation. And He is an inexhaustible well of the life and spirit of the Father. And you begin to, through faith in Christ, draw on that well that never runs dry, that will always spring up with eternal life in you, and here you receive the Holy Spirit consistently and constantly without ceasing, revealing the life of the Son of God in you. In John chapter 15, Jesus says in verse 26, John 15 verse 26, when, Jesus says, the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. When the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. You see, Jesus is the key, so to speak. He is the door. He is what allows the Holy Spirit to come to you and me because he has paid for the right to give it to you with his own precious blood. And as you through faith in Christ receive the Holy Spirit whom he gives you from the Father, the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, bears witness of me. He reveals that intimacy that the Lord Jesus enjoys in the presence of the Father, that life of sonship that Jesus enjoys in the presence of the Father is what he gives into you that what is in heaven now becomes the treasure of the earthen vessel. What is in heaven is imparted consistently and constantly into you by the Holy Spirit. The title of this devotion is The Holy Spirit Reveals Jesus in Me. And I know that this is something that may sound very deep, but it's about as simple as it could be. Jesus is at the Father's right hand. And Jesus said there in John 14, verse 19, as I live, as I live, you will live also. As I live, as I am enjoying this perfect communion with the Father in His Spirit, you will live on earth. 
because I will give the life I enjoy in the Father into you by the Holy Spirit. I will manifest this life that I enjoy, this life of perfect acceptance in the presence of the Father, this life that is without blemish, this life that is without sin, this life that perfectly emanates the love and nature and character of the Father, this life I will give into you consistently by the Holy Spirit. Isn't this just absolutely phenomenal, friends? When you think of the Holy Spirit, I want to encourage you to think about it this way. I want you to think about it this way. Jesus said there in, in, in John chapter 7, on that last day of the great feast, right? When, they, when that high priest poured that water on the altar and they were singing that with joy they could draw from the well of salvation, Jesus shouted out with a loud voice so that everybody could hear it. On the last day of the feast, John 7, 37, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit whom those believing in him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Jesus is saying to you today, you believe in me. I know you do. So trust me. And the Holy Spirit will come out of that union you have by faith in me. And he will keep coming. And I know sometimes you hear somebody share. For example, this. Oh, I have it in my Bible and I love it. I love it. It is a writing. Um, yes, this, this is the one. I have all these little pieces of paper, which actually are pieces of books that I save. This is Charles G. Finney. He says, I was powerfully converted on the morning of the 10th of October, 1821, writes Charles G. Finney. In the evening of that same day, I received an overwhelming baptism of the Holy Spirit that went right through me, it seemed, body and soul. I immediately found myself endued with such power from on high that a few words dropped here and there to individuals that were the means of their immediate conversion. My words seemed to fasten like barbed arrow, arrows in the souls of men. They cut like a sword. They broke the heart like a hammer. Multitudes can attest to this. Often a word dropped without me remembering it fastened conviction and resulted in immediate conversion. Sometimes, though, I would find myself in a great measure empty of this power. I would go and visit, and I find that I made no saving impression. I exhorted and prayed, but no results. I would then set apart a, of, uh, apart a day for private fasting and prayer, fearing the power had departed from me and, it, and inquired anxiously after the reason of the apparent emptiness. After humbling myself and crying out for help, the power would return upon me with all of its freshness. This has been the experience of my life. 
In other words, you can often go through it that you can feel so empty and barren and you feel powerless and you think, Lord, what happened? But then just keep coming to Jesus, keep coming to Jesus, keep coming to Jesus. You see, the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, will be like a river. You have rivers that fill up like a tornado, just wham, all of a sudden. You can watch it on YouTube, these clips where you see these dry river beds. Within minutes, they're flooded with a, with a river because there is a deluge up on the mountain that just comes like a flood off the mountain. And then you have this gentle rain that just comes and keeps coming and slowly and surely the river begins to show itself as the water begins to gather in it and begins to flow. And it's like that with the Holy Spirit. There can be times in your life it's like a flood. How often have I experienced this? But generally speaking, generally speaking, I just live in that soft, wonderful love of my Father and His Son, Jesus. And He reigns His righteous gifts of salvation upon my soul each day as I love and worship Him. And the river just begins to fill and fill and fill and fill. And it just keeps filling and it keeps filling. And yes, there were times that I would just say, Oh, Father, I feel I'm just up to my ankles in the river. I, I just don't feel the great increase, Father. I so long for more. And I think that's a good prayer to have. You've got to be thankful for what you do have when many have nothing of what we have. But it's a godly thing to desire more, and God will always give you more. But in closing, I want to remind you of this thing. The Holy Spirit, in however He comes gently or in a flood, brings the conscious knowledge of the Father and the Son in you. He reveals Jesus in you. And the Lord says here in 1 John chapter 5, verse 9, if we receive the weakness of man, if we believe what people say about things, the weakness of God is greater. For this is the weakness of God, which he has testified of his son. He who believes in the son of God has the weakness in himself. He who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed the testimony that God has given us of his son. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. These things I've written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. We have this life that comes from the throne, this Holy Spirit life revealing the Son in us. Now, believe this. Believe that the image of the invisible God and His Son, Jesus Christ, will be so magnified inside of your body that everybody begins to notice that you are just like Jesus. Amen? Have a good day.